Good morning, everybody. I hope you're having a great day here in the fall. Um, being the fall and this time of year, it reminds me a lot of Q school, like the cold in the air and, you know, the windy days and so on and so forth. And it kind of made me reflect a little bit on my game planning back in the day of getting ready for Q school, right? I mean, Q school was crazy. If you can imagine your profession and you're not top 125 in the world at what you do, and then you get fired every year and then have to basically retake a test. So imagine if you were a lawyer and you're not the top 125 lawyers in the world, you then have to go back to not necessarily law school, but you have to take the bar exam every year. So it's a pretty miserable experience to be quite super honest. But I want to talk about um, on this stuff, some of the laws or rules that I would play with regarding just managing me on a golf course. And then maybe that might be able to help you to hit some more stock shots. So let me share a little bit about that. So the big question is this, how do passionate golfers like you and me maximize our potential and build consistency without having to try a new tip every time we hit the links? That was the question. And this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name's Kyle Morris and welcome to Stock Shot Secrets. So if you think about any, you know, like whether it's a football team, a business, right? A business, for example, has a mission statement and then they might have some core principles that they adhere to, right? So whether it might be like integrity and customer service or whatever it may be, right? Every every business and sports team, they kind of have what, what you would call maybe like rules or affirmations, not really maybe affirmations, but rules that they live by. So... For me, like I had the same thing. I had that same principle when I would play golf, right? And I really had two main principles that that I would try to keep at the forefront of my brain each and every round. And these were things that, especially going into Q school, which we had talked about kind of in the intro and just bigger events, I needed to make sure that I didn't beat myself, right? I mean, how many times do we walk off a golf course and say, man, I wish I would have, I should have played better, like, but I, you know, I tried to hit it through a tree and then it hit the tree and then it went to the right of the car path and then it hit another tree and yada, 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 I made a quad, right? So the two main affirmations or laws that I would kind of live by, which were the first was meant was to stay on schedule. So to stay on schedule, you know, I never played football growing up. I love football. You, you know, obviously see through these podcasts, I talk about football a lot, but so a big Seahawks and Buckeyes fan, but if staying on schedule is really a football term in the fact of like, when it's first down, you really want to get to like second and four, right? And if you can do that, then you're really staying on schedule with the playbook right? Because now you can kind of open up the playbook. There's different calls that you can play. And for me, I kind of moved that over into the golf world. And the fact that one of the laws that I had when I played was I had a game plan for how I wanted to play every golf course. So, you know, chances are you have a home course and you should know how to play that home course where every tee shot you hit it at a specific tree, at a specific distance, so on and so forth to where, that's where you can really like adhere to the laws that you're trying to live by. So this, this, the staying on schedule for me was really about making it so that in the event that I got a little bit off schedule, meaning I hit it in the tree or I was doing something that was like a little bit off the game plan. I just put the ball back on the golf course to stay on schedule. 
right? The other one, because then I couldn't really, you know, it was it really in an effort to eliminate the double bogeys that you could make. The second one that I really had was to finish the rounds with high, what I would call higher levels of DHEA than I started with. So DHEA and cortisol are two chemicals in your body <clears throat> or in your brain where DHEA is the one that makes you feel super happy and giddy um, and cortisol is the one that makes you want to wrap your clubs around a tree. And when you when those cortisol levels get above, they always have to be at 100%. And when those cortisol levels get above 50%, it actually takes eight hours for the, those chemicals to, to baseline back to 50-50. So that's why you might be playing like a round of golf and you're super passionate and it's going really terrible and you're like, oh my gosh, I just want to like go home and put my clubs in an attic and like I never play golf again. And then you go to bed and then you wake up and you go, I think I want to go practice. Right. So that, so the cortisol levels, it's kind of when those cortisol levels get too high, that's where you start to learn or you start to lose like the inability to like think. And it's not just for golf. Like it's just in general too, like you lose cognitive ability, so on and so forth. So for me, I wanted to always maintain higher levels of DHEA in the round and I wanted those to increase through the round regardless of how I was playing. So even if I was making a bogey or a bogey, I was trying to essentially remain grateful through the round, always trying to find the good things in the situation. So it's like maybe I hit one way right and I was like, oh man, like it's in the trees, but I have a great angle at the pin, right? So it's always like trying to find the glass to be half full than half empty. So for me, those were two main rules to live that I would live by, which was to stay on schedule and then finish the round with higher levels of DHEA than I that I started with. So the question and the challenge that I have for you is to really figure out what are the things that really make your rounds go well, right? So for me, I knew that like I would really I could stay in the game and I could stay in the match if I just didn't beat myself and try to do a hero shot when I got in trouble because I'm going to hit bad shots, right? And I also knew that if I could control my attitude and control my mindset, I could usually play to the maximum amount of talent or ability that I had for that day. That's why those two were really important for me. So the question is, is what is it for you that really is like the momentum to your round? And it can't be something that's not a controllable. So it can't be like, I'm going to hit good... Like, I'm going to hit drivers really well. Like, you know, it, you want something that's in your control, not something that's out of your control, right? So, like, my attitude, I'm in control of my attitude, right? My decision-making, I'm in control of my decision-making. So that would be the challenge that I would leave for you. And and if you, you know, were wanting some help or you're not really sure what your what yours could be, you could always go to StockShotClub.com where essentially that's where me and my coaches are always hanging out and we're trying to get it so that, um, you can send us videos and we can figure out, hey, what are your two affirmations or laws that you need to live by to make your on-course performance as good as it can get? So that's always there. Um, you know, you can always try it. It's actually seven days for free, so you can always give it a go. But it's StockShotClub.com. But hopefully this kind of gives you a little bit of insight into just kind of some principles that I would live by while playing. And maybe it might help you a little bit with hitting more stock shots and lowering your scores. So anyways, I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you back here soon. 
Hey, thanks so much for listening to my Stock Shot Secret podcast. What I want to do for you right now for listening to this message is I want to give you an opportunity to build the swing of a lifetime, right? I want to give you a master plan, an outline, if, if you will, of how to actually go about doing this. So what you need to do is you need to write this URL down, and I need you to go to this website, right? It's www.thegolfroomeverywhere.com backslash m. MP, MP as in master plan. When you go there, this master plan, it's a crazy good deal right now. And then on top of that, I'm going to give you an opportunity to not only get the master plan for a really, really great price, but also I'm going to give you the opportunity to send me a video of your swing where we can give you personalized feedback as to what you need to be doing for your game. So go to this URL, www.thegolfroomeverywhere.com backslash MP. And I look forward to seeing your guys' videos here soon.